You're listening to the midweek service from Harvest Bible Church. We hope you enjoy this message from our guest speaker. To learn more about us, please visit harvestbibleonline.org. Just a little quick intro. Uh, my name is Brian Heck, and I've just been here for since we started, really. And uh, I consider myself really, I've just been under Pastor Mark's... Uh, kind of like a father in the faith, you know, and I feel like I'm a son in, in the gospel. So I'm really thankful that God moved him across the country because we needed a church in our area that just really taught and teaches the uncompromised word of God. So anyways, we're, we're looking forward to them coming back and uh, really having some great, fresh new stuff to share with us next Sunday. Okay. All right. All right, so the title of tonight's message is Winning the Battle for Your Mind. Winning the Battle for Your Thought Life, okay? How many of you ever struggle a little bit with worry? Got some very short fingernails. Ooh, yeah. You know, and Jesus, he said, don't be worried. Well, that's a little easy for you to say, Jesus. You're like the Son of God. But hey, you know what? We can begin to appropriate the promises of God. All the promises of God in Him are yes and amen. They're for you. They're for me. God is faithful. He's not a man that He should lie, neither the Son of Man that He should repent. Hath God said, and shall He not do it? Or hath God spoken, and shall He not make it good? He's not a liar. You can stand out on the Word of God and just say, I'm not going to let go until you bless me. Not letting go. And you've already been blessed. We know in Ephesians it talks about he hath blessed us with every spiritual blessing. But there is an enemy that would try to rob, steal, and kill from us and take what rightfully belongs to us. What belongs to us? Tonight I'm just sharing with you, peace of mind belongs to you. You don't have to, and I know How many of you watch the news lately? Besides me. (laughs) There's fear. It's like, what are you going to do? You know, they're going to raise the rates another 0.75. The feds, they're trying to slow down this inflation, but it's causing all kinds of economic issues. I say that we get to the word and to the testimony and we just see what does God say about these circumstances and these situations? Because we don't have to like be pushed around. How many of you like being pushed around? School bully or at elementary school and you're out on the playground and somebody's, hey, you little pipsqueak. Say, no, there's a, there's a tiger on the inside. There's a, there's a, a new man on the inside. Greater is he that is within us than he that is in the world. Let's say that together. Greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. One more thing. I'm not a pushover. All right. All right. We're not pushovers, but you know, there are some, sometimes, I'm sorry, I'm getting, hi guys. You know, the enemy wants to test you a little, push you. You really believe that? You really believe that when you give, it shall be given unto you? Hath God said? Did God tell you? Didn't he say, uh, isn't God a liar? 
You put the money or you sow or you give out of the generousness of your heart. God's going to bring it back on every wave. Oh, yeah. Just give it a little time. Don't quit. Don't give up. Give God some time to work it out. It's worth it. It's worth it. Let's, I'm going to turn over to Galatians chapter 6. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Don't quit. Don't give up. Because the enemy, he wants to cause us to faint or quit in our minds. I've been there. I've done that. I needed a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost more than once or twice or thrice. Anybody here? You get tired sometimes? Anybody ever got a little weary? A little burned out? Start talking about that problem? Start talking about that situation at work. Start talking about that lazy person that doesn't do anything at work. And why is it always me that's got to get the big jobs? (sighs) Hey, that's a good sign that you're in line for promotion. If they're coming to you and giving you greater responsibility, be faithful. Money is coming to you. Promotion is coming to you. There's no lack for you. We shall lack no good thing. I'm not receiving recession, are you? I don't receive, you know, and it's a fight. You got to resist the devil and he will flee from you. You got to resist the doubt. You got to resist the fear. You got to believe against hope, believe in hope. Abraham, you know what? He has promised something. He's like, what? Me having a kid at this age? He said, you watch and see, bud. You watch. And Abraham, it says in Hebrews, against hope, against every situation, everything was against him. (coughs) And yet he received the promise, the kid, okay? God didn't lie, but it took a while. Why does it take so long, Lord? Come on, I want my breakthrough now. I want my miracle. But I tell you, there is a principle in the Word of God. It's called the seed principle, seed time and harvest. You put it in the ground. You water it a little while. You kind of care for it. Fertilize it a little. Stick with it a while. That tomato didn't grow overnight in my backyard. It took a while, months. Hello? And so growth and change, promotion, increase, is coming to you in the body of Christ. Will you receive that from God? Just say, Lord, I'm in line. I receive. I receive. Lord, I'm I'm receiving a fresh anointing. I'm receiving a fresh touch. I'm receiving your wisdom. I need some wisdom, Lord. You know, I got a rental property, and that tenant, I don't know what to do with them. That's a problem. You need to take authority over it. Say in the name of Jesus. No, 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 no. Lord, give me some wisdom on how to deal with that situation that's kind of burning a hole in my pocket. Huh? Now, I don't know if that applies to you. Think about it. What are some areas in your life that are just, you see, money goeth. <laughs> money goeth. <laughs> no. Money cometh to me right now. Now, in this pandemic, when it first started, there was a lot of fear that I was dealing with. 
I mean, it was coming at me. And I was like, wait, Lord, is this going to be like 2008 again? Where, you know, the layoff, am am I going to get laid off? I mean, questions and concerns. And I remember a a staff member being worried too. And, uh, you know, I got to turn that off and turn this on. Uh, My God supplies all my need according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. And then what I did is I just started checking on the inside in my kind of my spirit. And I'm like, should I, uh, should I be worried about this? Is there something coming that I need to be concerned about? And it's like, no, just stay the course. And uh, boy, I tell you what, it's nice not to live a fretful life. Worried about the future, worried about my finances, worried about my health, worried about my grandkid or, or your, your child that's running from the Lord. Let's just get a little aggressive and say, no, I'm not going to be pushed around by fear, doubt, and unbelief. I'm going to go ahead and take hold of the promises of God and we're going to see it come to pass in my life because God's never let me down ever Never, ever, 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 ever. So in the midst of the pandemic, thank, I mean, I got promoted and there was pay raises. So I'm glad I didn't waste all that time. Oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Is it going to be like 2008? No, no. I'm not saying I had it all right, but you know what? It's more scripture, more faith, less scripture, more fear. And fear hath torment. And I'll just be straight up with you. God doesn't want you to be all worried and afraid because and, 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 it has torment. Fear doesn't like make you feel secure. It's like, oh no. But you know, God sent his son to redeem us from a lot of these things that we're allowing to push us around because sometimes we just don't know our rights and our privileges in Christ. And so that's why you come to Harvest Bible Church. You listen to Pastor Mark. You listen to good teaching. You get around some holy rollers and you start finding out, wow, Jesus came that I may have life and have it more abundantly. And it's so good. And there's, it's harvest time. Harvest time, harvest time. I like, you know, it's kind of cool, you know, get the furrows going or dig the holes for your bulbs or your seeds or your trees, whatever you're growing. But aren't you really doing it for the harvest? I like the apricots, I like the peaches, I like the nectarines, I like the cherries. You know, I like that. So I got to stick with it a while and I'll have me a big, huge harvest, a harvest, a harvest. All right, so I said Galatians chapter 6. I'm just kind of one of these guys that just try to get on a flow and go, okay? But we are talking about winning the battle for our mind so that we're not, you know, receiving. The world is going, I mean, it's bad. Hey, buddy, it's bad out there. It's rough. People getting shot, murdered, all kinds, oh my goodness, and we don't want to spend all our time focused on how bad it is, 
No, it's bad for them, but guess what? It's good for me. It's good for my house. God's got angels around my home. He's got angels protecting me. He's got angels in my neighborhood. What the devil meant for evil, God intends for good. I'm going to stand my ground, and I'm not going to receive the negative report from the world. I'm not receiving the devil's report. He's a liar. He's, we know where he's going. Yes. Sooner than we think. He's, he's toast. Quite literally. Yeah. So I think sometimes as we just kind of get a little angry at the devil and what he's trying to do to our families and what he's trying to do to our communities and what he's trying to do to our country and what he's trying to do in the world and be like, you know, okay, we know that there is an end time and lots of prophecy in here and we are seeing some stuff going on that is very, very, very indicative of the Lord's soon return. Yes! But we didn't know we'd get this crazy. Huh? Yeah, I liked reading in the book, you know, and that's, that's really cool, but now we're seeing it. I mean, like, it accelerated something fierce here in the last few years. Maybe it was just hiding underneath the you know, just hiding and lurking and waiting for an opportunity. But, hey, we're the blood-bought. We are the church. We are the redeemed. And let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We got to say, no, ah, yeah, I'm, I'm receiving. God has got a plan for my life. It's a great plan. And he has, uh, he's not really laid up any defeats for my life. He hasn't planned any defeats for our lives. If we're defeat, if you get knocked down, get back up. Mm? I've been knocked down countless times. But when you're in the fight, sometimes you get knocked down. But you just real, I realize it's like I didn't spend enough time with the Lord. And the enemy took advantage of that weakness and hit me. And I got discouraged about a problem or depressed. And it's like, wait, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So as I would just say, okay, forgive me, Lord. I'm sorry, forgive me. Forgive me, but now I know what to do. I get alone with you. Those that wait upon the Lord, the Bible says, shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on wings, hello, like parakeets. No. I don't want to be a parakeet. I'm an eagle. You're an eagle. Mount up on wings like eagles. Yep. They shall run and not grow weary and walk and not faint. Mm. So I heard Pastor Mark say last Sunday he wanted to get some fight back in us. And sometimes when you get, wait, wait, wait. I'm not taking this circumstance any longer. I'm not going to take unemployment. Uh, uh, uh. Lord, no, 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 no. I'm get, I just take hold of that promise. You can go to him and just say, Lord. You know where I'm at. You know what I have need of before I even pray. 
And I just, I just thank you that you got a good plan for my life. How many times did I stand on the promise in Jeremiah 29 when it didn't seem like anything was going to come to pass? For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, plans to prosper you, plans to prosper you. It's not just, it's in your health, it's in your mind, it's in your emotions. We need some health in our emotions. There's a lot of stuff that's trying to get us off track right now. That's what I'm trying to say. There's a lot of stuff trying to get you kind of down in the dumps and discouraged. What's going on here? This whole world's going crazy. No, but no, you don't have to go crazy. You just got to get a hold of some scriptures and say, yes, Lord, I got this. We have this. All right. Uh, Right here, this is the amplified version of Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. And I'm sharing this with us because there's so many things that will wear us down. Hello? And kind of just get us exhausted. Um, Just, we got to stay healthy on the inside. We got to stay spiritually strong in this time. More than ever, we got to have our minds really focused and stayed upon the Word of God because that will give us emotional stability, spiritual stability. People will be starting to look at you and say, I don't know what's going on with you. Everything's falling apart everywhere around, but you, it's all working. It's working. You're kind of, you got a smile on your face. You're happy. And uh, you just, there's something different. What is that? Well, I got, I just, you know, I'm not too much different than you other than I just got hungry and thirsty. And now I'm filled. Those that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. Over in Matthew chapter 6, I believe it's 33. Three, it says, uh, uh, seek ye first. Jesus said that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things are going to be given. You're, and I, I was reading that. It says food. Why are you worried about how much? You, why are you worried about your food? Why are you worried about what you're going to drink? Why are you worried about what you're going to wear? Don't you know I got this? Okay, so I got some sales for you. And then as you, yeah, you don't have to wait for the big raise. I will show you where to get deals. Okay? How many of you want a deal? How about a car? I need a car. Uh, But the price is going up. No, there's deals. You just got to look a little. Pray. And God will show you. He'll lead you. He'll guide you. He'll give you favor. He'll open doors. I don't know. You need a house. You need something over your head. The Lord will show you. He'll take you step by step by step by step. And every step is a miracle. Every step is a miracle. I remember I wanted to be a... We lived in a condominium in Lodi, California with two bedrooms and three kids in one bedroom. A bunk bed and a crib. And I was feeling like a total loser. 
And I was giving. I was tithing. I was faithful. But I was like, this is crazy. My income's low, Lord. My, there is a set, I was doing more responsible work, and there was people making more than me, I found out. I'm like, wait, this doesn't compute to me. I've been faithful, Lord. So I was emotionally struggling. <laughs> Remember that? And uh, inwardly. <laughs> A little anger. Too. I was frustrated because nothing in the natural was changing. And I'm like, well, Lord, I'm tithing. I'm giving. I go to work. I get on time to work. I'm a hard worker. You know, you've given me promises in your word. I've been, uh, uh, what's up? What's up? What's up? And uh, I was like, I'm about at a point emotionally frustrated that I was going to like accuse God of like, I can't believe this, Lord. You, this, this isn't working. Okay? That's where I was. And isn't it cool? You can cast your cares on the Lord. Cast your burdens on the Lord. And he will sustain you. Cast all your cares, all your worries, all your fears on the Lord. Just get it off of you. Get it onto him. And then don't take it back. Because you know those thoughts will come back. Well, wait, wait, wait. Now you're, you just... How are you going to pay that? But you gave the, you, there's this extra bill that came in that was unexpected. And how am I going to pay? Well, God's my source. Lord, you know, you could lay it all out there in front of him and say, you know the situation here. But nothing's too big for my God. No, 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 no. Nothing's too big for my God. I'm not going to be discouraged. I'm not going to be depressed. Because nothing's too big for God and I'm in his rest. Hmm, faith-filled words. You know, praise shut the devil's mouth real quick. You want to shut him up? Just put on some praise and worship. He'll take off real quick. He can't tolerate the presence of God. He got cast out of the presence of God. Why do you think he's down here making a mess of things? He can't go up there and say, hey, no, you've been shut out. You liar, you thief, and you murderer. Okay, so back to the story. Right over by Toke. Hi. I cross over. I walk over to this park. I'm going over here, and I'm going to pray. And I got over there. I just, it was so, it's just where I was at. And I just said, help, Lord, help. I don't know what's going on, but I've been doing everything I know to do. And uh, I feel like my kids need more space and I need more income to get a better place. And I want to move out of here. I didn't say all that, but that's what I was thinking. The most I said is just help, Lord. I went back kind of feeling frustrated. I didn't have this angelic visitation, nor did I have a burning bush experience where it's like, oh, come over here and take off your sandals. <laughs> I had nothing except he inclines to my prayer. I just had a little bit of faith. Threw it up there. 
a little mustard seed faith, walk back. The next morning, the Lord, the Holy Spirit began to open up some scriptures to me about how to accelerate my harvest. And he was showing me, is like, yeah, you're reading the word, but you're not speaking it. You're not doing something, Brian. You got to get active. And he showed me, dare to believe me. Dare to believe me. Just believe me. And so I was like, oh. And he showed me, you got to begin to speak the word at, you know, just speak it. Take authority over it. Just speak it. So I got busy speaking the word. Okay, I got a word from God now. Do it. But did my feelings, were my feelings there? Is faith a feeling? No, faith is of the heart, but it, so we can't walk by our feelings so much, folks. Our feelings lie to us. They lie to us. So I got busy seeking, praying, confessing, as I tell a friend, confessing till my gums bled. <laughs> I was just, okay, let's go over time on this. I got nothing else to do anyway, so. And, you know, it wasn't but maybe two weeks that the circumstances began to come into place where a door opened for us to move on to a a ranch out in the country on 150 acres, and our driveway was bigger than the condominium. And it was like a great place to raise our kids. And we spent about 10, 11, 11 and a half years out there. I used to take my daughter to... uh, Glenwood Elementary School when she was in kindergarten and I'd see the principal with his tie and of course I had my tie because some promotions came along a little bit and I was in banking and I'd be like hey how are you doing get my daughter off to school and guess what 2008 happened bam laid off broke unemployment oh here we go again Lord (laughs) How am I going to do this? How am I going to make my rent? How am I going to... And, and uh, tell you what, I got alone with God again. I was like, well, I've been hearing all this teaching over the years about God is a God of new beginnings. And Lord, I know you're a God of new beginnings. And boy, howdy, do I need one. <laughs> And, you know, because there was millions of jobs lost back then. And it's like, where do I go work? You know, my, my uh, education wasn't in the background of banking and on and on and on. But just got really quiet with God. Had this, you know, not an incredible encounter in the sense of a burning bush experience or an angel, a choir of angels descending. But at the lake, three words came up, praise and worship wait is that me i was kind of hoping for like a five paragraph essay from the lord you kind of give it to me step by step by step by step by step show me lord i want to know like give me a vision something something that i could really set my hair on fire jesus no but he doesn't always speak to us that way so if you want to hear from god get quiet Get quiet. Get in the word. Shut off your head. How do you do that? Sometimes I just go for a walk. At the, I'm learning, oh, if I go for a walk at the end of the day, it's just, whoo. And then the wind's blowing, some geese flying by. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you. And my, rena- my relationship with the Lord is renewed daily, okay? So, praise and worship. 
praise and worship. And, you know, it wasn't too long till the Lord brought us out of that mess. Brought us out of that mess and took me into a new career path, okay? Into the field of education. And the principal that I used to say hi to hired me. Oh, okay. All right, at least I'm making some money now. But that career over time, getting back to that seed principle and not quitting, not giving up, don't let the devil lie to you about your future. Your future's super bright. It's super bright. It may look dark like it did when I was at the park praying. It may look dark when I was sitting on the shoreline of Hogan Reservoir. It may look dark, but there's scriptures that you can hold on to. Scriptures like... Uh, uh, new beginnings, scriptures like the path of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn shining ever brighter unto the full light of day. My God's a God of light. And it may, sunrise, you know, it's kind of dark still. It's getting a little brighter. It's getting a little brighter. It's getting a little brighter. But soon, if you'll stick with the word of God, if you'll stick with prayer, if you'll hang around this, if you'll just kind of keep pressing into the things of God, you're going to get a real significant life change. Okay? We can all use that. None of us have arrived yet. None of us. None of us. God will lead you by the desires of your heart as well. Maybe you have a desire for business or a desire for me. I just I went into teaching and to kind of give you the seed principle, it, I taught for eight years, having an impact on kids' lives. I mean, a good impact. Thank you, Lord. And I'm providing for my family, okay? But, you know, then he began to put in my heart, well, go and, how about school administration? I'm like, nah, that's, that's kind of, is that God or me? Is that God or me? And so these things you begin to work out. You begin to work out your salvation, the Bible says, with fear and trembling. You begin to get into the Word of God, and you begin to see a picture of not only who you are, but also your future. Your future, your future, your future is so bright. God knows your future and wants to take you places you can never dream of. Okay? Um, So I want to encourage you with this passage. Sorry I didn't read it earlier. Uh, It says, and let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right. For in due time and at the appointed season, we shall reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint, which just means to quit. So what gives us the ability to stand Let's turn over uh, to a f- one more book over. It's the Word. You've got to get along with God. He'll build you up. He'll build you up. Big old fortress. Mighty man of valor. Whew. God speaks to our future. When he saw Gideon, he, uh, the angel saw Gideon, excuse me. He said, hey, you little pipsqueak. Why don't you get into the Word, you dummy? Is that how he rolls? No, that's kind of insulting and demeaning. (laughs) We may feel that way about ourselves. Sometimes we're a little insecure. Yeah, who me? Who me? Yeah, you. You're chosen. 
You're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a people belonging to God. You are significant and you are incredibly valuable. And the angel said to Gideon, hey, dude, it's not the Lord is with you, you mighty man of valor. Who, me? Go read this story in Judges chapter 6. I encourage you to do that. God took this little guy. He was insecure. He didn't feel very significant. He probably got told he was a failure by his family. Anybody ever been there? I mean, hello. You live up to that expectation if you're not careful. Those words can do damage to our hearts. But I tell you what, he came through a process where he and 300 guys went and whooped up on those Philistines. Uh-huh. And he's, he's got a pretty good story that can change our lives even now. So we, ah, okay, Lord, I was going to turn over to Ephesians just really quick. Uh, years ago, I remember um, going through some difficult and hard times. And I read this in the uh, uh, Ephesians chapter... 6 and verse 10, Paul the Apostle says, in conclusion, okay, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. When we're trying to figure everything out in our little pea brains and like, we're not being strong in the Lord. <laughs> no! That is it. Lean not on your own understanding, it says over in Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Those scriptures, when it didn't look like anything was going to go good for Brian William Heck, those scriptures built me up and gave me an inheritance. And I'm walking in it now. And there's more. There's more. I don't know exactly. Okay, I'll just get myself in a position to receive. I'll get myself into a position to hear. I'll get myself into a position where I'm really listening to what the Spirit of God is saying to me. And He'll give us keys and uh, understanding that will open doors to the next level. We're talking next level living here. I don't want to live 30%. You know, it says some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. Why stick at 25% of what God has for us when we can have the whole thing? We can, it's just so much more. But we got to get alone with God and really listen to Him, and He'll begin to show you. He'll blow on some things that were in your past, little dreams and desires you had, and then it just got put off on a shelf. And you're like, whatever happened to that? I had a desire to do this. I had a desire to do that. And it's like, well, I'm, I haven't changed my mind. But wait, I'm like 57 years old now. I'm 64 or five years. What? Uh, it's too late. No, no, it's not. It is not too late for any of us to receive more from God and to walk in a better, the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. And I tell you what, the perfect will of God is for you, it's for me. And as we renew our mind, as we get alone and just seek Him and let His Word change us from the inside out, we begin to see great things develop 
in our lives, in our families, amen, in our community. It's, it's, it's all for us, okay? But this says, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord, be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. So let's be strong in the Lord and quit overthinking things. Overthinking. I had a a man of God tell me one time, God's not a brain. Because I was all, you know, very analytical. And I was just trying to figure stuff out, trying to figure it out. And said, God's a spirit. He's not a a mind. God's a spirit. So he speaks to our, our spirit, you know. So God's a spirit. And this word is food for your spirit. And as you stay in that, I promise you, I, 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 mm, I'm going to challenge, get into the Bible this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, read a book. Ephesians is six chapters. And you know, after you read it, and it's like, well, I, yeah, that was something. What does that all mean? You go back and kind of reread it and digest it and really meditate or chew it, chew it up. Meditate in that word and it'll give you nutrition and it's like pretty soon you're coming, whew, you're just like Superman or, or Wonder Woman. You got, you got some superpower. And I'm not playing here. It's, mm, get in this thing, okay? Let's do this. Let's, let's make the devil afraid to come around Stockton. Wait, let's make him afraid or fearful of coming around our homes, trying to steal stuff from us, okay? All right. So let's go ahead and, if you don't mind, if you'd bow your heads and close your eyes, and we'll just kind of pray. Lord, wow, your promises are like silver. They're like gold. If I get into your word, it develops riches throughout my life, throughout our lives. And Lord, I just thank you. Let your word penetrate. God, just speak to your people. A harvest, a harvest, a harvest, a harvest. A har- Some of these folks have been putting seed in the sowing. And those that sow in tears shall reap in joy. There are sometimes tears are like, they're like seeds. Those that sow in tears shall reap in joy. So disappointments may come. But Lord, uh-huh, you give us beauty for ashes. You give us beauty for ashes. Uh-huh, yeah, you clothe us in robes of righteousness. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Lord, I thank you for blowing on these people fresh vision uh, that they get the harvest in front of them. Just a thought about, you know what? I've been doing good. I've been sowing and I am in a position to receive good measure pressed down, shaken together and running over. Father, thank you for your people here tonight. Thank you. Now, if you're here tonight and you have not asked Jesus into your heart, now's the time. I'm pretty sure everybody here has, but let's just pray out loud. I'm trying to tighten this up here and get you out of here quick, okay? But we want to make sure that we've given everyone an opportunity to uh, either renew their relationship with the Lord 
or to ask Jesus into their lives. Okay, so let's pray out loud. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for sending your son, Jesus. He died for me so that I wouldn't have to die and go to hell. Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. Teach me. Lead me. Guide me. And protect me. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.